I do my head toss. Check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Head toss. Check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Woo, child. Tired of the bullshit. Gone, dust your shoulders off. Keep it moving. Yes, Lord. Trying to get some new shit in there. Swimwear going to the pool shit. Come now, come dry your eyes. You know you a star. You can touch the sky. I know that it's hard, but you have to try. If you need advice, let me Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. A new Chicks edition coming at you right now. Everybody, welcome back to another Cornfed Inc. production, episode three of season two, coming at you, Chicks Edition. Woo woo! First hey, Chicks hey. Edition of the new season. You guys pumped or what? So pumped, excited. We got a good episode today. Oh yeah, lots of you know current pop culture stuff. You know Taylor Swift making some headwaves on this podcast, Chicks <laughs> Edition once again. Hard to believe, I know. Could be. A, we could just have a whole podcast section on Taylor Swift. Should we just rename it to the Taylor Swift, <laughs> pod, uh, Swift podcast? Chicks edition? Swifties. Swifties. <laughs> Swifties. Is that what, what they're called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I would say I'm a little bit of a Swiftie. I'm for sure a Swiftie. <laughs> oh, we we already, yeah, we already know I'm for sure a Swiftie. Yeah, but as you can tell, we got Cashman and Julia back here with us again. Uh, we're stoked, ready to get this episode going. So we'll throw out our social media handles and dive right in. Okay. Follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is Cornfed Podcast One. Our Instagram is Cornfed Podcast One. Our Facebook, which me and Tim jumped in the, the uh, river a couple weeks ago. It was real cold because we got reached our goal of likes. We're trying to get to 600 next. We're about 550. So hopefully we can keep moving up in the, the Facebook world. We get 600. Maybe the Chicks Edition will. Pop in there. I don't know what we're gonna do. Speak for yourself. Hey, it's warming up now, though. No, no, no river. Like, let's like do something else. Uh, Crazy. Yeah, we, we'll we'll maybe get a pole fired up. And figure <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> All right, but make sure you follow us on our Facebook, Facebook.com, or like us, I suppose, at Cornfed Podcast One. Our blog website is cornfedpodcast.blogspot.com, and lastly, our cor- uh, YouTube channel is just Cornfed Inc. Make sure to check that out. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we get into tonight's episode? No, I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right, rapid minute. We got a few interesting questions. Uh, one, I don't think I ever would have ever thought I would discuss ever in my lifetime. I'm sure you guys can guess which one that is. Mm-hmm. But our first one, we had a poll a couple weeks ago, and we kind of tucked it between me and Timmy, but... Obviously, we have two females that are very fashionable ladies, <laughs> so we can kind of get their opinion. Crocs, what, yes or no? No. I'm a yes. I'm no. a straight yes. No. Hard yes from this guy. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're the croc gang. My husband Hashtag. has a pair of Crocs, and he loves them more than I swear he loves me, but um, <laughs> no, they're so ugly. So oh, ugly. I just got a pair for Christmas, and I haven't been wearing them because it's winter. I mean- well, you're still crack gang. Oh, yeah. But I have slippers that I've been wearing. I cannot wait for summertime to break out my Crocs. I'm going to be wearing them ones, all. Right? Yeah, I got white. The new Fresh thing. Death. Yeah. <laughs> the new thing, though, is like what all the kids are wearing are the little like charms you can put on them. Mm. I have to step my Croc gang. You got to step your Croc game up. I want some little charms I mean, for mine. To be fair, I've never actually worn a pair. So oh, it's, mm. it's just like bare feet. 
it's but they're see, so ugly. Use, well, I'd say comfort over ugly all day. Yeah. I don't know. It, Maybe that's and, why I'm wearing pajama pants right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'll let my dog out. Wear my Crocs. Go see, to Walmart quick. I, wear the Crocs. I'm a big, I was a big believer in like flip-flops or sandals. Like I have just a pair of slides, I guess you can call them. And then I got the Crocs. It's basically like wearing slides, but with a way more support. And it's way more comfortable because you're not feel like you're just walking on the cement. Do you, they last though? Is this, you know, are they only supportive for a year or then sayonara? So I just got mine for Christmas. My boyfriend had like a knockoff pair of Crocs, not even like the real brand Crocs, and wore them summer on summer on summer until my dog chewed them up. And then I felt so bad. He was really mad. And I was like, I will get you new ones. I was like, I'm so sorry. He was sad. So we're Croc gang all the way. Represent. You know there is an insulated pair also. They have like all different. You can get that for winter. Yeah. I like my mocks. But... Do they yeah. Have, do they have crack mocks? Mock cracks. Mock cracks. Crack mocks. Run gang. <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah. I've always wanted some. We do a lot around like outdoorsy. Go kayaking in the summer, and I don't know. It's just nice to have instead of like slides. I actually had slides, and then my dog turned them up too. Mm. <laughs> so I was really struggling on the the sandal gang for a while. Have you ever then I got um, my cracks. put the wheels down? Wheels down. You know, oh, yeah. Put the wheels down so you can really fly. Yeah. <laughs> I, have yet, I have yet to put the strap down. That's when you know you're serious. Yeah. Put that down. <laughs> put, the, put the wheels down when I'm getting in the kayak when, <laughs> so the water doesn't take them away. Those would be really good, like, boating or, like, no, see, that's true. what I'm saying. It's like they're like good outdoors. Right. Although, Eric, we do have water shoes. Yes. We're kind of the water shoes over here. You're the water shoes gang? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was a kid when we would go to like the Dells, we would always be rocking the beach socks, is what my parents would call them. Ah. <laughs> hey, protect those toesies. <laughs> Especially at the water park, you know, you get on that hot cement when it's oh, like 90 yeah. degrees and you're just like dying. Yeah. So, my mom <laughs> saved my life. Can we time. talk about how your mom. I mean, do you believe in beach socks? That's wrong. I mean, you can see how that name could come about, right? Because they're kind of socky. <laughs> we're like, okay, hey, Eric, we're going to the beach today. You need to wear your beach socks. All the kids are Mom, wearing them. Mom, where are my beach socks? <laughs> Mom, don't let them talk bad about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a discussion. I, that's not the one, but I never thought I would have a discussion about Crocs because I honestly thought they were super ugly up till like, a few years ago, and then like, I need to dive right into that game. I had some back in the day when they were cool. Yeah, no, I did have some back when they were just back when people were wearing gaucho pants. Probably is that when? I don't know. I don't remember either. I mean, I could understand the argument, but we're rocking the basic colors: the black and the white. Like, yeah. If you have like yellow, like mm. you're just looking like a clown. clown <laughs> Red. <face>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, should we go to our next question? Here we go. This is a little more serious, I guess. Oh, let us know what you think of Crocs, too. If you're listening to this, post on our Facebook wall. You know, tweet at us. Do what you got to do. We would love to hear your opinion. Always love to hear the listener's uh, voice. If you're a yes, hashtag Croc gang. (laughs) Love it. So our next question, though, who has it easier? Obviously, we're Chicks Edition, so who has it easier, men or women? Who wants to start? 
<laughs> well, we were just talking before we uh, started casting about morning, like getting ready in the morning. It takes my husband, what? 10 minutes. Not even yeah. to get ready for the day. It takes me 10 minutes to just do my hair. Yeah. So, or like get your hair even like, yeah. Tame. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you don't shower and wash and whatever in the morning, you still got to dry shampoo. Right. You got to straighten yeah. or curl Fix it. or yeah. makeup. It's just. Struggle. It is. Mornings are the worst, I would say, I about agree. being a woman well. besides the other things. <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of things that maybe this podcast shouldn't get into. <laughs> that giving is birth. Uh, <laughs> giving not- birth, worrying about birth. Monthly visits. Yeah, monthly visits. <laughs> Anything visits. Yeah, right. Um, Eric, your input on that? I would say the morning, definitely for women, it's a lot. You know, and then some of those other issues. Not really issues, but nature <laughs> issues. <laughs> that makes it difficult. Um, I mean, they both, men and women, both have their advantage. Not necessarily advantages, but things that are come naturally easier compared yeah. to the other gender right. right what do we think some advantages are of women oh good question like i was just thinking that as you were talking sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no, but no, i'm just i'm gonna let you finish but um <laughs> maybe like what i are think there's th- a stigma sometimes of men that they have to like fix everything yeah you know you always even rely like, on the man to yeah not i shouldn't say you always because yeah maybe I you don't but I think that's a natural stigma that. Yeah, and like the manly aspect. Right. I mean, because more men, some fem, men are more feminine than other. Like, mm-hmm. not that it's a bad thing, but. Or like just that they have to like take care of women. Yeah. Like, does that in it? I mean, that's kind of a. I would say women take care sometimes, of men too, though. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I play the like, buy me, buy me some sushi. <laughs> Like tonight. I'm, just saying that to I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I just need some. It's been a hard Friday. Oh, and well, I was gonna say. Okay, so during that time in the month, women have an excuse for being a certain way, where men never really have that out. Moody. Yeah. Even though it's, I mean, we can't help it. It's just Can we swear on this podcast. What? Can we swear on this podcast? Uh, PG-13. <laughs> Girls can get a little bitchy. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> What's your thoughts, EJ? Well, as a male, I would say, this is going to be a little deep. As Ooh. a male, especially a white male, because I'm obviously a white male, you always hear about how males just have an advantage, and especially being a white male, you always hear about how males, white males have an advantage over every race, and then... It can get a little difficult when you feel like you're not like mm. reaching that expectation of society. Sure. You. sure. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody moves at their own pace or whatever life, but I don't know, not to get too sensitive. No, I you. agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. I think that's a really big stigma and mm-hmm. yeah. an expectation. I, yeah. I saw an article that like suicide in white males is like higher than ever, probably because some of that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and the expectations and comparisons and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. A little deep, a little deep on the chicks edition tonight. <laughs> so anything else you guys want to add on that one? I don't know. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of, I would say men have it easier overall. 
but like we said, easier in life, I guess. Yeah. Easier in just, yeah, I guess they don't have to. I mean, we could put on the Taylor Swift track. The I know. I was just going to say is I keep thinking of that but every time we know. Yeah. I heard. We That's, got some stuff to talk about. I, do. I have a lot more uh, to say about that than I thought I would when we <laughs> talked about that documentary. But we'll move on to our next one. We got two left. This is going to be a fairly quick one. A little goofy. Why can't we tickle ourselves? <laughs> Someone else touches us. We're rolling around on the floor <laughs> yeah. and laughing. But if you do it to yourself, you're like, this is awkward. And don't <laughs> act like you're not trying to tickle yourself right now <laughs> yeah. because you are. And we so all try to hear. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't tickle. You can't. It no. feels weird when you do it. You're like, I'm super ticklish in my armpits. And like when I do it, I'm like, this is very weird. Maybe it's because you know it's coming when you're doing yeah. it. And when someone else comes at you, it's more like you tense up maybe. Or in also, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fast one on me. Um, yeah, maybe you like tense up, but you also like know you're being tickled like by somebody else. So you like laugh. I don't know. Mm. No. Now it just sounds weird when you're saying it. Well, when I tickle myself, I'm not like, uh. <laughs> like tick, like, uh. can you imagine if you did? <laughs> yeah, that would, I don't know. Things some do tickle though. Sometimes like, do you ever tickle? Like, have you ever tickled the bottom of your feet? Sometimes yeah. Or like tickles. if you do like, um, like graze your <laughs> nails, like around, on your arms. On your arms. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, like I know people who do that to fall asleep. That's yeah. like a calming. It does kind of tickle, really? but it feels good at the same time. It's not like the roll on the floor, pee your pants type of tickle. Fair hmm. question. Interesting question. Unique question. Odd question. <laughs> Someone find the science on that. Why? Yeah, well, I'm going to have to dig in on that and post it to some, some of our pages or something. <laughs> so anything else you guys want to add on that one? Nope. Last question of the night. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? <laughs> that would be a no. Mm. Uh-oh, Mrs. Borg is thinking hard over there. Um, I would say no, unless it's like a small gathering where you know each other, know each other really well. But still probably no. What if, hypothetically, you take a big old dip, you go to get it in your mouth and it all the dip falls off onto the floor. But mid, mid falling, you still take a bite. Just, just put. <laughs> He's the, being very specific. It's like yeah. this has happened before. Just put the chip down and get a new one. Yeah, I agree. How funny is it? You guys know, like the double dipping thing originated from Seinfeld, right? No. no. Yeah. Go watch that episode sometime. It's hilarious. George like calls him out. <laughs> huh. Double dip the chip. Mm. <laughs> double dipping is like. How weird is it? Though, you just like, to think about yeah, like people doing it, like yeah. Well, like you do it, and you're like, oh, this is okay. But then you see someone else do it, and you're like, no, don't ever do that again. I would say it's acceptable if you're in your own home with just those people. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if we were all party, having some though. dip, I'd be like, okay, well. But if we were at like the Christmas party or anything, Any social event, yeah, with it's yeah, more than seven, eight people. Well. Yeah, Six I'm people. still gonna say no. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a no. That's like you can double dip at your own house. Yeah, you heard it from the Chicks edition itself. You cannot double dip no matter what. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, boy. all right. I got two. 
On the spot, right? On the spot. Ooh, rapid boy. minute questions. First question. Who is your Mario character of choice? Yoshi. No doubt. Yoshi. Peach, but you give me crap every time oh, I choose Peach. Oh, no. The goat. No. Who are you? I mean, She's Yoshi's not bad. She's I am. Yeah, Luigi. I was just going to say, you are going to choose Luigi. I love Luigi. He's, it gets really intense when Julie and I play. Luigi what is, is... What do we play? Uh, do you, what what do we play? Mario Party. <laughs> Mario Party. Must be an intense game. <laughs> Mario Party, the dance-off. Because I always win. That game is a lot of fun. But Luigi's underrated. People need to give Luigi you some more. because he's in his brother's shadow? Yeah. Yeah, but for it, sure. I mean, scientifically, that can't be true because Luigi's taller than... Is Mario. he older? Is Luigi older I think than he's Mario? younger. I don't know. But Peach is annoying because Peach is always, oh, help me. Also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Mario's just, he's not that cool. Like, I like Mario, but. He's a little overrated. Yeah. I like Yoshi. But I would probably say I like Bowser more than Peach. I pretty much like everyone more than Peach. <laughs> oh, my God. Even I always Daisy. choose. What about Koopa Troopa? Oh, I love Koopa. <laughs> I always I love choose Peach. Luigi is younger. Ah, he well, is. that could be why. Yeah. Mm. Those older older siblings. Always. I was Luigi for Halloween once. Yeah? Yep. Now I like you. Yeah, see? Can I get some <laughs> Mario cred back? <laughs> All right, next question. You need to give me one word to describe your goal for 2020. Oh, wow. One word. Mine is confidence. My other friends is um, balance. Balance in life? Balance in life. Are we just giving one, we, one word? I would just I your would goal say for financial. Ooh, yeah, that's. I would say persistence. Get it. Oh, wow. Here we go. That Rapid was a good minute. One. Let us know. Yeah. What's your word for 2020? Hashtag it up. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say rapid minute-wise before we get into the meat and potatoes tonight? Meat and potatoes. Meat and mm. potatoes coming at you. Meat and potatoes of the episode. So would you guys say it's like a hamburger and like baked potato or like a steak and some cheesy potatoes? Oh. Meat and potatoes episode. Oh. <laughs> we got some good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to go steak and mashed potatoes. Steak and... Loaded mashed potatoes. Ooh, loaded. Get that bacon bits. I like mash. Boop, 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 bacon bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, like we said, coming at you, we got a little Super Bowl halftime show talk. Obviously, that was a huge discussion all week. Uh, Taylor Swift documentary came out, what, about a week ago? It was last Friday, yep. Last Friday, so mm-hmm. week on the dot, called Miss Americana. Miss Americana. Americana. That came out. We're going to talk about that. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, a couple weeks away. Next Another week. discussion. Next Friday. It's a week. One week away. <laughs> and then finally, we're going to talk about Kobe. Obviously, the terrible tragedy that happened and just that in general. And then also the Gail King controversy that's kind of popped out of not nowhere, but has been hitting the, the stand, the world stand a little bit. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Uh, should be a fun discussion overall. Uh, first discussion, Super Bowl halftime show. What do you guys think? While I was watching it, I was like <laughs> disgusted. Don't hate me, people. I was honestly just like, what is happening? Well, first of all, 
I didn't really know. Well, first of all, I was like, okay, really? J-Lo and Shakira? Like, Shakira, they, Shakira. They could probably have found, like, I was like, what about the Jonas Brothers? They're really hot right now. Or, like, what about, like, so-and-so, so-and-so? But then, like, um, they were like, well, it's it was in Miami. So they chose two Latinas to. So I was like, okay, I understand that. That was before I watched Halftime Show. Then I'm sitting there watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, what is this? First of all, here's what rubs me the wrong way, first of all, about all Super Bowl halftime shows. Except for Lady Gaga's performance. They don't even sing. Yeah. They lip sync. You all know how I feel. Taylor Swift, not a lip syncer, no matter what. She's not even that good of a singer. She's my number one girl. Don't sure. lip sync. Like, just... But I understand the the Super Bowl is a lot different. You're doing a lot more moving around and what and you normally do. I think the acoustics do. are different. Because remember when Black Eyed Peas performed a few years back and they got a lot of um, negative feedback feedback because it sounded so bad. But and because, I can understand. And you're in a, a short time frame, but that just I'm just always like, oh my gosh. But but I agree with you. I was saying the exact same thing. Why are you lip syncing? Come yeah. on. But. You know, so yeah. I, I just find it like you can't even have your opinion on something in our society today and not instantly be not like because I saw a lot of people, you know, negative feedback on it and they were like instantly being accused of hate, like being a little racist or like hating on Latinos culture. And it's like, no, <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate it, I didn't like it, but I mean, it was, I didn't. Well, then I, I, I did change my opinion so i didn't realize they were like 43 and 50 right holy crap they look great so i was like oh my god (laughs) well i was just like oh my god they look great they're moving great my favorite part of the whole performance was j-lo's daughter singing with her like that was the greatest part of the whole thing that is the same isn't it i don't think so they don't have the same i don't think so oh i don't think it was together i thought it was I thought it was his daughter. I don't know. Is it his daughter? Google oh, that. look it up. Yeah, you look it up. I'm pretty sure it was J-Lo's daughter. Um, my first reaction to it, just like Cashman, was, okay, why are we lip syncing? Let's just call this a halftime dance-a-thon, which right. is fine. Like, I get it has to or be like entertaining. Perform- yeah, right. Right. And they're great dancers. Both of them are great yes. dancers. There's no question about that, and especially for their age. But... There was a close-up shot where there was something was about to come out, and and at that point, I was I was I was shocked. That was the only part of the performance that I that rubbed me the wrong way. Just that split, whatever it was, second, whatever. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Everything else was the costumes were a little, yeah, like a little. But then again, we start saying this and people are going to say, oh, well, they looked great for being 50 or 40, right. 43 or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, which is totally true. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful if you're trying to lip sync because you can't because you're moving everywhere. And then you're wearing outfits like that. You got to give and take here. What about the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when i you see that picture i posted on our or the video i posted on our facebook page uh-uh. Fed page oh, i'll show it to you guys here i reposted on twitter it was like the funny oh my god the, i as soon as that happened i was like this is meme central like this is gonna be talked about for i like literally look my jaw dropped and yeah i was like this is just gonna be all over everywhere just mm-hmm. this part but it was so funny because I retweeted um, 
someone tweeted something like that little part of the of Shakira, and then it said, "When my friends drunk Snapchat me." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Yep, that's about right." Although saying all this, I just have to play devil's advocate. This is a uh, halftime show we're going to talk about for years, oh, yeah. for years. Especially the like the ending where they just have a close up on their their booties and they're just like going to town. It's like, damn, that is impressive. I don't even care what age you are. That's true. Well, yeah, just the fact. Well, I think it was just a really big celebration of the culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. culture, and especially like I said, being in Miami, I'm pretty sure there's a big. <laughs> yeah oh god i just showed him the thing we posted on our That's facebook hilarious. with the goat <laughs> but being in miami i think yeah there's a lot of that culture there a lot of people and i just think that's what they wanted and to celebrate and so Which it was good, yeah so there was very many pros and cons to the performance i agree that was also just j-lo's daughter emmy oh the, so do the they have kids the together? Part. I don't think so. Oh, for some reason I thought they have been together and then divorced and then together again. Yeah, yeah. I, don't... I think that's Mark Anthony. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. They've been back and forth for a long time. Well, not anymore, but they were for a while. Yeah, they... She was talking to me about it last week on the phone <laughs> after the performance. I was her first call. <laughs> kind of a segue into our, I mean, obviously we're corn-fed sports and entertainment. Alex Rodriguez obviously is J Lo's fiance now, right? I don't. I think. And they're not married quite yet. I just saw this article on here. Jennifer Lopez, Alex Rodriguez to invite exes to the wedding this summer. <laughs> oh wow! How wild is that? Who's A Rod's ex? I don't know, I'm sure some. Yeah, famous, someone famous. Yeah. yeah. Has there ever been like such a big comeback for anybody in public that A Rod has made though? Like everybody hated him like four years ago. Yeah. And now he's just like, everybody loves him because he's dating J-Lo and he but why, made his way back in the baseball why world. Why did everyone hate him? Oh, you he were... played for the Yankees and steroids. He got suspended for a long time and he admitted some steroid. And I think he'd done some other personal things that rubbed mm. people the wrong way. Mm. Like he wasn't a, a great person, I feel like. And obviously... J-Lo has a pretty clean image, I would say, overall. Mm-hmm. So that's I would probably, say so. probably helped a lot. So, Yeah, he really is making his way. I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, for being corn-fed, here we go. Um, I feel like that's what happens a lot to these broadcast. What do you call them? Bro- reporters, broadcasters. I mean, who else was on there? And I was like, oh, he Marshall Falk, remember? He was like, is he fired now, though? Yeah. Dang it. But, I mean, there's a lot of them where I'm like, who else was it? I can't remember that I'm like, oh, wow, he's now doing broadcasting. Yeah, and- yeah. yeah it's, it's amazing, like, the transition, like, because it is, like, a whole different life after you are done playing a, a sport. Like, it takes a lot of transition and just a period to change who you are. Right. Because you've been doing that for your whole life up till you retire and then just like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Into that. Um, I've been watching Very Cavalry on E! every Thursday night, mm-hmm. and it has turned into literally my favorite TV show. I'm a really big reality TV girl, but Very Cavalry, she is Kristen Cavalry, and she was on Laguna Beach, but she married Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler yeah. And Smoking Jay. it talks, it like shows 
her life as a businesswoman because she owns um, some jewelry companies now. Um, but it shows him too and like just his transition. Oh my gosh, she's so funny and real though and very sarcastic. But it just like shows it, it is and they're very real about it, like very real about their relationship, about his transition into retirement and just like mm. how hard it is and like just what do they do? So they bought this huge farm in Nashville. So he's like starting to farm or whatever. And like at first on the sh on the show on the season, they show him like maybe opening up like a like a butcher shop because he likes to like hunt and stuff. But like it never went anywhere. But you can see how he's like trying to be active, but doesn't he just know doesn't how. know how. Mm -hmm. And he even said to her right now, they're talking about how he's just like, well, you're too active now. And he's like, you're too much in your business and you need to step back or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I did your whole football career. But he's like starting to feel now like, whoa, I'm like not doing a whole lot. He's trying to find his balance. It's just. I just saw maybe yesterday or two days ago, he just interviewed to be like a, in the booth. Oh, uh, really? Play by play. Analyst I think that would be good. Yeah. I mean, quarterbacks can bring a lot of knowledge to that too. I feel like they would be. Because they see so much, like, you know, that. Well, football is his passion. Yeah, yeah. So getting back into. Yeah, for sure. Mm, another segue that's not on our list tonight. Hashtag off that. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what's the last name? Rogers? No. Hernandez. Hernandez. Oh, yeah. We I have a. This, yeah, huge, actually, he's my favorite topic. Huge uh, kind of beef with the NFL right now because of that whole documentary. CTE? Yeah. Yeah, he had the I worst mean, case had, of CTE. Of he had a lot of other stuff going on, I right. know, before and very young. that. But just hearing about when he was in um, playing college ball that they would just essentially give him painkillers and play through your pain. They do that, that still not, to this day. That's not okay. I just mm, – rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, we needed Aaron Hernandez. I We watched um, – the documentary on oxygen it's on hulu it's actually a lot better than the netflix documentary mm. but they're kind they're pretty similar obviously same sort of interviews and things like that but the one on oxygen on hulu is actually better than the netflix one but oh my gosh yeah i love learning about aaron hernandez mm -hmm. and things and connor and i actually just talked about who just retired was it greg olson or keekley keekley and Greg we Olson just got released. Oh, okay. But yes. So we were talking about okay. him and um we we're he was just like, I can't believe like he's retiring, he's all this stuff. Yeah, he's only 28 years old. He's not married. He's it's not like he has kids or anything. And I was like, honestly, the doctors probably told him because Connor was like, Yeah, he's had some concussions and some injuries and mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, the doctors probably did tell him, like, you've had all you know do, do they yeah. do that what do the like nfl doctors like tell yeah, them I'm like sure. hey you're yeah kind of on track to yeah. i can't remember who told me this maybe it was one of you um that there was a study done on 100 nfl players and 99 of them had cte or symptoms i heard that CTE. but i don't think i told you that but yeah, i did I that's scary but aaron hernandez has had the worst case known so far what about the guy who shot himself in the chest? Who was that Junior guy? Was, wasn't he? He shot himself in the chest so they could study his brain. So, so he could, so they could find yeah, CTE. Yeah, he had CTE. But... Wow. Yeah. Sad. The Aaron Hernandez thing is just so, the like, the gay thing. Like, mm -hmm. was he actually gay? Was he? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, 
that's just like kind of odd that they really focused on that. Like I, I kind of understand why, because you don't really know what his motive was. And the, the rumor, and you know, they talked about it, was that the dude caught him in a act with another dude or something, which could have happened. And you know, and he's like, "Well, I can't let this get out." You know, see mm-hmm. you later. <laughs> Let's put it in right vulgar terms, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just almost too that he had no remorse no have you i was just about to say that you obviously you've seen the documentary uh-huh. hearing some of his phone conversations with his mom or even with his fiance is just like does he even know what he's saying or doing mm-hmm. right now like mm-hmm. does he even know what he's charged with yeah, or right. Like what they're accusing him, you know? But then part of it, I think, goes back to, okay, so he had these events that happened in college, you know, that he didn't get in trouble for. People have got to be held responsible for their actions. I know that there was a lot more going on than just that. But when someone gets away with something and gets away and gets away and gets away, and he didn't even try, according to the documentary, didn't even try covering his tracks. They have a piece of gum there. They have this. They have that. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. He was so young, though. Wasn't he only 23? Yeah. 24? Like oh, age, really? I think. Oh. Or he would have been my age. Yeah, yeah, yes. He was only but, 23, But 24. when you have people, and I mean, I grew up in a small town, and when someone's good at a sport, they kind of get away with things because they're... They want them to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, it sounds bad, but that's kind of... I think they've kind of straightened it out a little bit. I mean, some programs like Iowa, for instance, Kirk Ferentz, you know, he's noted as like a really high character coach and does the right thing, you mm-hmm. know, integrity and whatnot. But like that Florida team that he was on, Aaron has had some rough personalities on it. You know, there's some other dude that got some murder charges and, mm. you know, the Pouncy twins are noted as not like terrible individuals, but not great. Like the one was in charge of that, whole bullying thing and hazing thing at oh, the Dolphins. Yeah. A few, but that's probably been five, six, seven years ago already. Yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't around the best type of people. And, yeah. like, his whole, I mean, not making excuses, but losing your dad at a young age kind of messed Well, and I think the know? dad was kind of rough, yeah, too. Yeah, that's what and, like. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. did you think about the um, fiancé, I can't remember her name now, Um Taking, <laughs> taking the garbage bags out into and throwing them in the dumpster in the home security you know camera. Did did they show? I didn't watch the whole Netflix one. I watched the whole. Oh, yeah, they showed, they showed that. I guess I haven't really thought twice about it since I saw it. I kind of forgot about it. So yeah, because well, up that right was now. I'm like, holy crap! Like, what she Jane did Anna that? Jenkins. Yeah, that's right. Yep. She took his last name too. She's a hyphen at Jenkins. Oh, uh, they weren't actually married though, no. were they? She, mm. I, she has another child now, too. Oh, she does? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she would have to about, obviously. But, yeah, so she took the garbage bags. He called her and was like, you need to go down to the basement or whatever. And Get rid of this ASAP. Yeah, and she <laughs> took some garbage bags. They and think the murder weapon was in there. Yeah. Which... And then they said, she just kept saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember that part now. Let's be honest. The whole craziest thing of this whole situation was that it was... was the guy that he killed. Yes, was I was just gonna his say that. Fiance's sister's boyfriend. Yeah, like could have been future brother-in-law. Yeah, like I mean, basically brother. Yeah, right. basically. Right. Like that's what's crazy. 
be like if I just got mad at Luke and <laughs> see ya. Yeah, insane. Yeah, that's that is, and like the whole time they're on opposite court yeah. sides. Yeah, that was that was her sister bizarre. was over and there, then and then how the fiance had said, oh, kind of close. alluding that we're not close. Yeah. And then here on the camera, camera they're hugging okay. after. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they do not talk anymore. There's I'd no be way. Surprised. Yeah, no way. What do you think? I don't know. I'm like mixed. I I am very. This whole thing is just super shady to me. Like, why you think the sister was involved? No, I don't think the sister was involved. But I bet Aaron Hernandez's fiance got tons of money, and so I'm sure they're probably like, oh well. Well, that's some of the. I don't know if he ended up getting a settlement because that's why. No, he he did because if you commit suicide in prison, you're all you're. If you die while he, appeals under, but they changed the law because of that. Yeah. Oh, did they now? Yeah, they oh, changed shoot. it. So I don't think because remember in the documentary it said "P.S. You're rich" or something like that, and they ended up changing the law because of that. Wow. So I don't know if she did get money or not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up, but I. Well, they have the, the documentary. Have that's what the documentary said that they changed the the uh, man that got murdered, his family protested yeah. and ended up getting that law changed because it was so yeah. crazy yeah. i mean that is shitty though like think about it like you could be doing the worst things like you know mass murder or just yeah whatever and you just appeal it and then you die and then you're off like not on your record anymore that mm-hmm. just sounds not very i mean yeah you're not i bet you're not really time, alive you're dead so yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you know you're going to be in prison for the rest well, of the Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of good. I'm I'm actually really into the jail documentaries on Netflix. I could give lots of yeah, good recommendations. Crime or kind of type deal. Well, like Jailbirds, Women Incarcerated, Girls Incarcerated, I Am a Killer. Those are good. I haven't seen any of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's I'm a little fun fact. I'm just finishing up season three of One Tree Hill. From- <laughs> a different. Here's a fun fact, though, and then we'll stop the jail talk. In this documentary, Jailbirds, on Netflix, it shows a, like, basic prison. Not even, like, not, like, federal prison, not, like, anywhere, like, you're going somewhere because you're that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, like, a county jail almost. They like what they do to like talk to each other is they take the water out of toilets and then right. they write notes to each other and then you can like put it online like and they obviously don't have these things so they have to like somehow get like either something that will look like work as string fish it down the toilet they call it fishing fish it down the toilet and you'd be like hey and if you speak in there and there's no water you can like hear each other and they're like, Hey, send in a message. And then they're like, Stop. take something like a hook and grab it. And that's how they talk to each other. And they send each other pictures and stuff. They like are never out of their jail cells at the same time, but they like send hmm. notes and stuff through the toilet. Isn't that crazy? Very interesting. You learn something every day. <laughs> and we know. I never have to see that. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> Oh man, uh, well, we got a little off the rails with our our itinerary, but that's okay. That's some good discussion, I will say. Um, Super Bowl halftime show. Anything else you guys want to add on that? D- no, I think that was we've gotten so far off from <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, we'll, 
well left and we should have went right. That's all right. <laughs> we'll move on to our next uh, subject then. Oh. All right. Our next thing that we just said earlier, a little T-Swift documentary, Miss Americana. Kana. Right? Kana. Miss Americana. Why, why, why? Why is it called that, honestly? There's a song on the CD. Yeah. There, yeah. Well, they kind of called her that because of just how much she's been having a voice about mm-hmm. just her voting uh, and just well, go ahead, sorry. Be, don't just being the american finished, but... yeah just being the typical american girl and i mean not really typical i guess just standing up for her voting rights and what she believes in and yeah. what stuck out to both of you in the I'll documentary you honestly it like kind of took like what we did there it took like a complete 180 right then like the first i was i knew it was going to turn political because i had heard but like the first like 35 40 minutes was just like normal stuff like and then all of a sudden it flips and goes documentary mm-hmm. you know, or not documentary excuse me political which is fine but then i was just like surprised like i didn't think it was super political though it did get political but not I don't know. I, I didn't say the last 30 minutes was basically. I think it just wanted to show her that. stand on American politics. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I don't think she was like trying to force people no. or anything. I just think they wanted to show her political stance, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Not forcing, but just what she believes in. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what grade would you give us overall on the spot? Oh, I know Cashman is different, but I'm like, a plus plus plus. Ooh, I wow. loved it. I, More than the I Lady wanted, Gaga documentary? Well, no. Oh, God. I mean, I think coming from where you're coming from, Cashman, you already knew a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. so it wasn't as great for you. Probably the same for the Lady Gaga documentary for me because right. I already knew a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So some yeah. of it was new, but most of it I kind of already had an idea about where this Taylor Swift documentary, I didn't know hardly any of that stuff and kind of the struggle she's been through. Um, that would be my grade. A plus, 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 plus. I want to watch it again. I'd watch it again. I gave it a B, B minus because I'm the Swifty. So I knew from, you know, closely following her, like I just knew a bunch of that stuff. I think the cool part for me that I liked most about it was the songwriting process. Yeah, like just how cool. it was so like on the fly. Like mm-hmm. she's just so creative and so like knows the audience and like knows what she wants to portray and how she wants the song to go that was awesome to see and just I mean I loved her before but I even love her even more now just how talented she is but um I really wanted to see more of like her personal relationship I know she doesn't want to share that um and just about her mom so she um only has four to I think like four or five like tour dates for Lover, which is obviously one of her best albums. So like mm-hmm. out now oh, yeah. too, mm-hmm. um, and it's because her mom has uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to like get more into depth of that, but maybe they like stopped filming when all this mm-hmm. really started getting deep. Her mom has had cancer for a couple of years, which is why she wrote this song. Soon you'll get better. Have you heard that? Yeah, I remember last time I oh, told yeah. you that's my least favorite. No. Least favorite because it's sad. Right, exactly. So so I wanted to see more of that aspect of it. Um, A lot of the 
I didn't know like she was suffering like eating disorders. Yeah, that like was that was kind of it's weird that you say that because like as this the documentary was going on, I was like, God, she is so skinny. Yeah, so skinny. And then like like five minutes later, she's talking about her eating. And I'm like, makes sense then, like mm-hmm. why she was so skinny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna stop rambling. You give your grade. I'm gonna stick with a B minus as well. I would say the highs were really high, but the lows were pretty low for me. It was a little boring, like some parts. I was just like, eh. I thought that and it the, wasn't really anything like I was expecting. I would say. I the first twenty minutes, I'm like, okay, it where was, is this going? Let's, right. go, pretty, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Some spots. Um, but it, I mean, it was interesting overall. I would say. I think my biggest takeaway from it was. You, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, that she's a person. Like, even though she, someone quoted her, or there was a quote in the documentary, Taylor Swift is the music industry, which is true. Mm -hmm. However, she is a person. She does have feelings. And, you know, the whole Kanye West thing, if you know me, you know I'm a Kanye fan. So when that whole thing happened... Uh, I was like, okay, get over it. Like, she whatever. Was also like 17. But she, right. I, right. And now looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, you were 17 years old. Yeah, and sure that messed her up. for sure. And here's Kanye West coming up on stage and essentially stealing the award from and you. And then saying Beyonce was, of course, we all know Beyonce is right. amazing and great and everything. So I can see how that messed with her. And then the continued feud with Kanye over the years. Right. I see yeah. that. Like, that's not. It shouldn't be like that. Um, well, her, it's just a lot of pressure on her yeah. for being that she is way up. To, again, she, she is. Right. right. And she like, is she the not. music industry. She re- she truly is. And, you know, she was saying about writing new songs that they were saying, you know, you need to write something new and different, but it can't be to this. And I was just going to say that. that. Her, and, the, the. I think people, what people don't know about music industry is the mindset of an artist. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we, we just think, oh, they, they're just getting so rich off this or they love, they just love to sing, you know, mm-hmm. like they just, that's just what they do. But it's like, it's such, well, Taylor Swift is, it's such a process and an, an actual artistry. Like you, that kind of thing really did hurt her. Mm-hmm. Like she spent so much time working Figuring out the lyrics, figuring out how she wants the song to go, figuring out how she wants the song to be portrayed. Is it going to be, you know, it's well, just. And there's artists who sing other people's lyrics. And right. then there's artists like Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga who write their own music. And she had said in the documentary, her fans have grown up with her. And yeah. it's so true. Me. Looking back at her albums, you can see the progression of her in her life. And right. it made me sad that, uh, she was so sad about the Reputation Me album too. because that's a great album. Me, is it, I agree. Is it her best? Her tour was I amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it, it's hard to say what's her best. But, I don't think it was her best, but her tour but was, was a, absolutely amazing. I put the CD in my car. Yes, I still have a car with a CD player. <laughs> and I, as soon as I finished watching that documentary, and like, this is a great album. It is. I know. A, there's a lot of how really it opened, good songs. How it opened up, and she did got the call. Oh, we're, I don't get any. Like, not nominated. And then she felt so like sad and discouraged. Like mm-hmm. she made it awkward for the other person. Well, it's so weird. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah it's, oh, I'm gonna bring a better album. And then, well, no, and I don't think she was trying to do it as like I just want to be the best. Like I think she was actually like sad, and her work did not succeed. 
Well, it's just like any I other job. When, you know, later on in the documentary, round two, Kanye, that reputation came out after that whole situation. So I'm sure that was probably weighing on her. People still think she's a liar. People still think that she's this, she's that. And she's grown up her whole life getting compliments from people. And then all of a sudden now she's a liar and she's fake. And, you know, that that would mess with you. And powerful people. Yeah. Not just like fans, not just some randos, some I'm, like super powerful people in, in cu- culture. I was thinking though, like that lyric, obviously that Kanye has about making her famous. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. I was like, he's probably somewhat right. Honestly. Oh, I told Shauna that. I'm like, it is, he is true, right. but she's still also, very talented also false. Yeah. It's false. Because she deserves to be where she is because she has worked so hard. She writes great music. She's dedicated, motivated. If it wasn't for that, she wouldn't be where she is. Did that situation heighten her name more? Yes, I think. I don't know. I don't. It's hard for me. I I am one of those people who've grown up. Like the day I knew about Taylor Swift before even her first album came out. Like I was in Walmart the day her first album came out. Tim McGraw. Or Teardrops on My Guitar. Tim McGraw. That's my girl. I like Teardrops. I mean, that whole album's, I actually like. It's so pure, that whole album. I could literally. Oh, I love Hey Steven. We could do a whole album review. I could, like, really go through all the albums. But I don't know. I really enjoyed. One of my favorite parts of the whole was when Brendan Urie was in there and they were doing the Me song and music video. Like, and then you just see how much work everything is. Right. Like. And that's all artists. That's it's mm-hmm. just a lot of work. And just seeing their I thought it was okay. good and saying their perspective. But I want to hear your input on this Kanye thing. Do you think she would be, you know, him saying he made her famous? Oh, I, do you see some truth in that or I don't not? No, no. I I say no because she still produces hits. She still has those songs on the radio. Like I but mean, you're going either... back. Okay, back then, obviously, she won the award for something, yeah. and it's okay if you disagree. Oh, you you're talking about back then. Yeah, when I'm talking about way back then oh. when he says I made her famous. Yes, she worked her butt off to get to that point, and she deserved that award. However, Kanye saying that put and the attention was, on her. Yes, no, okay, yeah, I I thought you were talking about like recently when all this controversy. No, 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 was going no, 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 no. Not okay. round two, round one. Round one. Um, I yes, I guess yes. I mean, I feel like Taylor Swift is like Lady again, like Lady Gaga. You're either a fan or you're not. You yeah. either like her or you don't. You're either with it or you don't like it. Well, the only thing I keep thinking about there is the quote: "Any publicity is good publicity." Like, I think that helped her. Not maybe a ton, but definitely. How many people googled her or like? watch the video and they like, oh, check out her music yeah. right after. I mean, so yeah. So basically, not that it makes it okay because it doesn't make no, it, no, no. what Kanye did is not, it's not right. He should not have ever done that. Um, and then especially later in life, the quote from the song that. Yeah. Well, he's a grown man. Like you're a grown right. man doing this to a 17 year old who's just but then basically skyrocketing. You look at it career. on the other side and Kanye's a bipolar. Yeah. Oh, I didn't that, know that. Honestly, Kanye is a genius too. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, like he when he has an album or something that's about to come out, he like just goes on spurts to get all the attention on him, right? Like, on Twitter or in the public mm-hmm. eye or whatever, and he he is he knows what he's doing. Yeah, like that's he did. I don't uh, know if that was like a spur of the moment thing with 
I'm gonna let you finish, right. but whatever. Um, he did a thing with Dave Let- Dave Letterman. Doesn't Dave Letterman have his have his own show now? Yeah. Uh, he uh, was on there and he um talked Dave about he got Kimmel he got or... fired. No, he got fired and then he created his own show. I'm pretty sure. Look it up. Um, but Kanye talks about being diagnosed bipolar and. So then, you know, you throw that into it. It's like, ugh. But I agree with you. I don't think Kanye's a bad person. I think that was a bad choice. Obviously, good people make bad choices. Right. But, and I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into when he did that. Right. Like, I don't think he did it. Like, I'm going to wreck this 17-year-old's life. I think it was just, oh, my God, I'm going to go up there. But then someone, I can't remember which talk show host said, if that was a different artist, he would have never done that. I because, think it was on the documentary they said Yeah, that. they did. I yeah. can't remember which talk, talk show host it was, but they were saying, you know, hypothetically, how I took it is if, like, if Beyonce was up there and he felt somebody else deserved it, would he, he would that? have never done right. that because, but since it was a 17-year-old And she girl, was just pretty much starting her right. big career. right. But, I mean, I would say, I don't know how you both of you feel. I would say Taylor Swift has more pull than Kanye now. Thoughts? I mean, she's got, a, she's got a gang behind her, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. She's got her little, like we've talked about before, lady gang. And then now she's got her, you know, uh, LBGTQ plus. plus gang with her. Um, and she's very passionate, obviously, in the documentary. She was mm-hmm. about those kind of rights and things like that. Um you gotta think that Kanye West has all the Kardashian things now. Though. I know, but that's scary because society that's gets true. all scary. I'm a, I I believe in the Illuminati, so <laughs> that's a different topic for a different day. And anyway. I believe Kim Kardashian is in the Illuminati. But do you think Beyonce and Jay Z are? Yes. Mm. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so Last wait, doesn't side. doesn't Jay Z? have a restraining order out on Kanye or they have some beef. Yeah. But Jay-Z and Kanye used to be brothers. I was just going to say big brother. It was big's brother. No, no Kanye people up in here. (laughs) Kanye writes music for Jay-Z about him, but I think, Oh, it's that, uh, they just ended their feud in December. It says, Oh, well, Jay-Z reunited at, Diddy's 50th birthday party. Oh, oh good, good job, Diddy. That's good. But I know Kanye couldn't talk about, write about, or speak about Jay-Z, Beyonce, or their children. Blue Ivy. Or child. They have know. more than one now. Anyway. So, Eric, your final thoughts on Miss Americana as a male. My favorite thing I heard the whole show, which I forgot this happened, was when Trump's like walking in the white house area to get on a chopper or something he's like what do you think about the taylor swift comments he's like i like her music 25 percent less now <laughs> i just lost it i'm like that's hilarious uh, i mean it was it was good she said a few things that like i just was like the one thing for instance like she was talking about her sexual assault she's like yeah no man can ever feel how i felt or something like i don't know she said something like that i'm like well i mean Men can get sexually assaulted. As right. Well. So I don't know. That just, she said something different with it, but that's kind of what stood in my mind. I was like, well, it can happen. Right. And once, once that happens, I think 
you just kind of spout out you. So she does. I don't think in that moment she was thinking of yeah, other she people. Was just spouting. Passionate yeah. Then, yeah. Understandable. Why? Right. So that was just kind of one thing that stood out, I guess. Which... Uh, how great, though. I didn't know about that whole case at all. That was the first time I'd ever oh, heard really? of it. Oh, really? Uh-uh. How great that she sued him for, for a dollar. I was just going like, to say that. You go, girl. You go. I don't want your money. I just need, I just want to yep. know that you messed up. No. <laughs> what was, what really hit me about that though was, you know, her saying, I had seven witnesses and a picture to prove what happened. And people were still interrogating me like I did something wrong. Yeah, why that was sad. You, why didn't you scream? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you? Yeah. Well, no. You have to think too, the lawyer was just, I know that I know that but then what she was saying the people who don't have witnesses and who don't have evidence it's sad and it happens all the time oh yeah and yeah I forgot about that part that was really sad when she was talking about that Mm -hmm. and it was all like why didn't you scream well what are you gonna do yeah when there's and she's it was doing like a a meet and greet Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know or my fiance always says (laughs) when involving those topics Mm mm-hmm anyway makes me more of a t-swift fan i like her music 25 percent more that was hilarious i died laughing (laughs) and i was watching it at the gym so i'm sure some of the people next to me on the elliptical were like why in the hell is this fairly big human watching this taylor (laughs) swift documentary i can't I'm going to have to admit, I was getting bored of the Super Bowl, and that's when I watched the documentary. Oh, really? Yeah, I was over the Super Bowl. Watch it Saturday morning. It wasn't so super. Okay. It was a good game. The game? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a way good game. Definitely better than last year. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm a Rams fan, and this year was way better than last year. I really thought the Niners were going to pull it out. Also, I feel like everybody's expectation, like, not just you, Colin, like, Everybody's expectations of the big game. Yeah. Is and it's just a normal. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. the same for the commercials. Like, everybody's like, oh my God, commercial, commercial. I love that commercial. It was like the first commercial with the Tide Pod and his stain. And he kept showing up in all those commercials. Yeah. That was hilarious like, to me. Like, well, I don't I have time to <laughs> yeah. put this out. Like, well, what if this? That happened? was the best to me. Who was that? Oh, it was the guy, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but what else should we talk about? valentine's day a little bit um B-day. we might not talk about kobe the whole kobe situation just because we're getting a little close to our time constraint that we kind of discussed we wanted to stick around but we'll see how long this uh valentine's day discussion goes we'll maybe touch on the kobe just a little bit what do you guys think of valentine's day overrated underrated fun over, good over over overrated overrated massively overrated you I like valentine's day oh <laughs> I, I i gotta like you got to appreciate, like, even though you should always do it, just the time. Yeah. Like, that somebody's willing to spoil you. Like, some people don't have a Valentine. Some people don't have, you know, family that's around. Like, it's not just, you know, couldn't be a spouse or partner thing. It can be, you know, mom, dads, grandparents. You know, you saying that when um, my husband was deployed, my friend Lexi brought over the cutest little care package on Valentine's Day, and it was all full of cutesy little things just to make me feel good. It's so a, you're right. Little, it's not. About it's not always day. about your significant other. Yeah, I mean, it's it can be about anybody, really. Your dog. 
<laughs> Ooh, it's a cine. <laughs> um, I don't know. Valentine's Day is in the middle for me. I don't love it. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. Like, it's all really exciting. I don't know. It was my boyfriend and I's first Valentine's Day last year, so we're we like you know made a big deal out of it. But this year, I think we're just gonna be chill about it. I'm going to Chapala. Is that what you're doing? Uh-huh. I told Connor, I was like, we should like make a dinner, like a fancy dinner, Ooh. not just like spaghetti, like go all out, get some like nice food. What would you consider? I always like, like I want to try chicken pesto make, pasta. No, I want to try oh. making scallops. Oh, I want to try. It's fancy to me for some reason. What? Those are fancy. It's expensive. Oh, I see them at Hoo-Ha, so. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, I don't ever go there. Oh. What do you do for Valentine's Day? Nothing. Nothing at all. Just hang out? The most Valentine's Day plans I've ever had have been with Shauna getting a heart-shaped pizza at Papa Murphy's with pepperonis. I mean, Valentine's Day is created by the Hallmark. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, some people argue, you know, Christmas and all that is created by them too, which Mm -hmm. is a whole different topic. (laughs) I don't know. I just mm, not 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 a big Valentine's person. I just and I know this is so cliche to say, but you should just love your people always, every day. Yeah. I, yeah. Trevor and I stole something from you guys about three appreciations every night. Every night before bed, Trevor and I appreciate three things about each other. And I think that's bigger to me than a holiday, yeah. a holiday. Or one night a right. year. I would say for me personally, maybe it's because I don't dress up or like get wear nicer clothes very often. And that's maybe a day that I would. <laughs> I don't know. It's the little things. It mm-hmm. really is. It is. So you guys want to, we got some time left. Maybe touch on this whole Kobe Bryant, uh, Gail King thing. I want to talk. I want to hear your thoughts, Eric, on Kobe, because I'm not a basketball person, but I was so sad hearing about his passing. And I didn't, I mean, I hardly know anything about Kobe and his life and his legacy, but you obviously love yeah. sports. So yeah, I love Kobe Bryant. Yeah, she was on her person she wanted to meet or have dinner mm-hmm. with or something. Oh, was it? I named my dog Kobe when I was seven because I love Kobe so much. I cried. I was in the middle of a nap and my boyfriend woke me up and he's like, hey, I don't mean to scare you, but Kobe Bryant just died. And I was like, what? I thought he was joking, but he was like serious. Like his face was like stone. And I like literally had tears in my eyes. And this was actually where his head. Sorry, dad, if you're listening. But I called my dad because we're big. We're big Lakers fans are big Kobe Bryant fans. Like we, oh my God. Yeah. We love Kobe Bryant. My dad was at Shields and all the Shields employees were huddling together. Like, yeah, it's true. Kobe died. Yeah. He passed away. Yeah, he overheard it, didn't, like, know anything. He went out to his car and, like, waited for my mom in the car and, like, was looking on his phone and was just, like, way distressed. Like, I called him and he was, like, I got to go. And I was, like, Dad, I'm so – like, it actually is when your heroes or, like, people you look up to – and some people – a 41-year-old, too. Well, yeah, and just, like – and his daughter. Well, the daughter – you didn't know the daughter at first because I was on Twitter for, like, two hours straight, just, like, what is the details here? Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're people, someone that you really like greatness. So yeah, like when Taylor Swift, like if something tragic happened to her, oh my gosh, that would be terrible. 
But when something tragic happens, you just – it, like, really hits you. And I don't care what anyone says. I think Kobe Bryant is a really good guy. Like, I just – his career was great. His yeah. – like, his speaking is great. His words are great. He's a great father. Um, no matter what he did in the past, like – Which even – like, that was a whole different type of time when that happened. Right. And he Not even like – condoning anything that I don't even know. Right. Well, and he even admitted he was wrong. Yeah. He's like, I learned from it. I was wrong. I'm moving on. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think, 2001, ish. Yeah. I mean, that's completely different time than the, you know, social, not justice, but it's like where we are as a society now on that issue, which it's good that we've evolved with it, which he even said, you know, I think I read he said that he was not even sure if he had the consent. No, he did. That's what I think. It was like all like what really made like stuck out to me and was like, okay, like you are actually a good person. Like he said straight up, he was like, I don't know for sure if I have the consent and I don't think I did and I still did it anyway. Like that was really bad and I'm really sorry, but now I know and like all these things. Um, That's what made me. Which the worst part is that he was married at the time too, which. Yeah. Is another topic, but but you know, back to that. I mean, I think he grew a lot as a person, and he was like 23 years old, like living in LA, and right? On the most top, like the top of the world. Like, I know how I was when I was 23, so I can only imagine what it's mm-hmm. like having a ton of money. Everybody knows who you are. Just great at basketball. Yeah. My favorite thing about this whole thing, and I I wrote on my social media, but um, the hashtag girl dad. My dad is yeah. a girl dad, so and people always ask him like, because we're big into sports. Like, don't you want a son? Like, don't you want a son to play sports with? Don't you want this? Don't you want that? And yeah, I'm sure my dad would really appreciate that and really want that. Maybe when he was they were younger and having kids, but now to this day, he's just like, no, I love my girls so much. I love, and I think Kobe Bryant really did that interview he did with that or that lady did about him yeah, about the. Was that her? Wait, don't. No, the the one that did the no, that wasn't Gail King. That was all about the girl dad, where he's like the one thing that Kobe said was just like, because oh, she said something to him like, "Well, aren't you gonna try for a son?" And he was like, "No, I just love my girl so much." Mm-hmm. Like it was just like. Well, he said that his mom or his wife wanted a boy. Right, and he was like, "No, I'll take another girl any day." Yeah. Hmm. Well, the funny story I remember. They were saying, I don't know who was interviewing him. Or no, no. He was on like Jimmy Kimmel or one of those late night talk shows. And he was like getting interviewed or whatever they're talking. And she was like, well, do people ever stop you? And just like randomly say, he's like, yeah, they tell me I need to have a boy. So, you know, they can carry on the legacy. And his daughter that passed away with him was was always with him typically when people would say that. And she would be like, stop them and be like, I've got this. Don't yeah. <laughs> she was actually the most athletic one out of the four. She well, the, the one's only a six month old. Oh yeah. He had a six month old and I just can't imagine how his wife is doing to lose a child and your husband. Yeah. Well, That's... and you have to stay strong for the three other girls, girls. daughters. Yeah. yeah. I just can't imagine. It's, it's just a tragedy. Yeah. It, it's sad, obviously. And just shows that it can end as quick as it started mm-hmm. well he just did that lebron congratulations video literally like what 16 hours before yeah, he broke the rec his scoring record the night before lebron did and then colby sent a message to lebron and 
literally the next day they're going to the basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, uh, Kobe, he just – I after it happened, I, I have serious radio or whatever, and I had the NBA chat on for, like, the whole week it happened, and they, like – didn't even really talk about the NBA. They just talked to like former players and coaches and like interviewed and just like what they meant to Kobe. Just his legacy, just what yeah. he left behind. Well, and he's just like the type of guy you would just expect to live forever. Right. <laughs> even a for- or a current player is like, I was half expecting somebody to say he jumped out of a helicopter and survived, which nobody would have been surprised if that would have happened just for how his mentality and just his overall demeanor so how did you find out? What was your exact? I was sitting in this exact spot and I was scrolling through Twitter just because like that's where I see a lot of my stuff. Same. Twitter. Yeah. And even when I'm watching like sports, I just sit on Twitter because like a lot of analysts and people like say a bunch of stuff. But and then all of a sudden it just popped up. And I'm like, no. Like Con- That's how Connor found out was through Twitter, too. Because like people make stuff up all the time. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's just trying to get attention. But then it happened kept coming and then people some awful news outlets were reporting other people like his whole family was on it and right like rick fox is his former teammate yeah the, i saw the rick fox play. thing i was like oh god really yeah. and then Shaq was talking about that and he was like first i saw kobe so he's obviously devastated and then it's reported that his other teammate rick fox was in it so he said he kept calling rick fox and he wouldn't answer and he's just like that he was just hurting yeah <laughs> well they're all pretty close aren't they those yeah, teammates I think, back in the I think so yeah. yeah well I know Shaq and Kobe were still really close yeah. but yeah I mean I actually used to hate Kobe like just when I was like growing up and when I got older I started to kind of understand what he stood for like you know and nobody was gonna outwork him like there's just legendary stories of him playing like getting up at 3 a.m to go work out after a night game and I listened to a lot of podcasts recently with him like getting interviewed he said he would tell us to all of his teammates, like, Kobe, Kobe, come out with us because he wouldn't, like, go drink very Right. Often. But he's like, all right, but if I do what you want me to do, you got to do what I want us to do. So he said they would go out, stay out till 3 or 4 in the morning. He said he'd go knock on their door at, like, 7.30 to get him up to go work out. To <laughs> do, yeah. And he, he would did... still go, like, bust his ass. Yeah, they said that in the summertime, in the off season, like, all the players, yeah, would go enjoy their lives and blah, blah, blah. And he'd always be at the gym just nonstop and, like, shooting free throws and working out. And he just had really good work ethic. And, I don't know, his family values are just really – or were just really awesome. And it's just a really sad, tragic event. Yeah. I mean, it, nobody expects a 41-year-old to – Die. Well, even at, uh, mm-hmm. even those other people, though, like yeah, the those, one, two, two kids lost their mom, their dad, and their sister. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is just very tragic and just very sad. And this is crazy. Did you know the crash happened literally, like, not even very many miles away from Kourtney Kardashian's house? Well, I saw it was in Calabasas, so yeah. I wondered how, I mean, I don't know how big Calabasas is, but. When I hear Calabasas, I think of the Kardashians. the Kardashians. Right. Well, it said that it only happened like a couple miles from her house. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just say overall, he's just great. How we should want to live our life. Like, right. And even after making yourself, mistakes. Yeah. I mean, everybody obviously messes up at some point. Like, you use it, you know, as a learning tool. And 
did what he did the rest of his life. Right. So, I mean, he accomplished more in his 40, whatever, two or one, I don't know. How 41. Yeah. Than most of us can only hope to. So mm -hmm. yeah. Anything else you guys really want to touch on on that or. Well, just so, yeah. So the Gail King, did you read about that or did yeah, you? Yeah, I watched the little clip. So what do you think that they only touched on his. Um, accusations. I mean, I heard her Gail King's response to it that she spent all this time with do, interviewing what's this girl's name? Uh, Lisa, Lisa Leslie. Leslie interviewing her, and Arguably then the best women's basketball player ever, one of them. Yeah, and sorry, then sorry, they no, it's okay. And then they just took, you know, they chose to broadcast that clip or instead of. Others. So I see her like rebuttal on that. Do I think it's too soon? Yes. He just passed. If this was a year later right. and people were talking about it, yes. But it just happened. I don't know. That's my thoughts on it. But at the end of the day, it's also her job. This, I mean, I don't know. she had to ask what she had to ask. I think where the people in the wrong is the television. Yeah. Whoever she was interviewing for. That was in the wrong for broad choosing to broadcast that. What like oh, two weeks later? Not even. Not even. Not two even. Weeks on the Sunday, I believe. Yeah. So. Ninth. Yeah. So that I think that's who's in the wrong. Like she probably asked so many questions throughout that interview, mm -hmm. and like they chose to do that one. And I don't think she's in the wrong. She was just doing her job. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. Which also. I should say, even though that happened, I saw that she was getting death threats from people and all this. I'm like, come on, be better than that. Right. right. That's just ridiculous. Like, you know, people loved him. You know, I loved him a lot. And it's not necessary. Right. So anything else you guys want to really say before we wrap it up for the night? No, I think that's, I think that's about it. Mm. I feel like we should end on a higher note. I know. It's, just, it's so somber. Uh, Anything else? I'm sure give us a rapid minute question, Julia. Um, favorite TV show you're watching currently? Ooh. What if I've watched it before, but I'm rewatching it? Fair. Supernatural. <gasps> we're watching. We're in the middle of this. It's the best show ever. Not we we kind of stopped. We had to stop. There's so many seasons. Right. It's a top three to five show. It's kind of scary sometimes. It is, but it's really good. It is really good. And it's funny and just like, it, it's a, it just is ran very well, I feel like. I'm only in like season three, but we just had to take a little break. Yeah. But, I want I want to finish because their last season is airing live now. So I've been oh, really? Okay. Mine, um, maybe not my favorite, but what I'm currently watching right now is Cheer on Netflix. Um, Really good. You would. A lot. It's actually very popular right now. No. Like um, you? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, like, not really so much about cheer, but just their outside lives and just how mm. sports can really, if you make it a priority, how it can really change your life. And that coach, she just changes a lot. I mean, she's awesome. I want to meet her someday. She's great. It's a true story? Yes. It's based on a junior college, actually, in Texas. And it's they're one of the best cheerleading programs in That's the United a, States. It is a legit 
sport. No, like cheerleading, cheerleading is actually it's, crazy. It's like even Connor was watching it and was like, wow. My cousin was on the um, Ames cheer squad. They won state and I went to their um, competition. Competition. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I have never seen something like that. I it mean, and amazing. they just th- put their bodies through so much. Like this girl has like cracked ribs and she's like, yeah, no. it's and crazy. she still does it. Like she's still, she's like, they want to put me on like steroids to like get better and or like to get the pain away. But she's like, but yeah. then I can't practice. And then it's crazy. I actually really enjoy it. I really enjoy it for like the reality aspect of it too. But also yeah. like cheerleading in general, like like I said, they put their bodies through some stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, it's I mean, pretty it's interesting. It really is. A lot of, some of it can be compared to gymnastics. Yeah. It is all, gym. they yeah. do gymnastics, they do stunning, they do dance. I mean, they don't really even do dance. They don't you even yell. Damn good shape. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You're, yeah. For sure. What are you watching? Um, One Tree Hill. That's what I'm watching. Yep. What yes. season? Uh, finishing up season three, Keith. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler. I'm sure you watched it 10 years ago. Um, Keith just died. So that's where I'm at. Keith. Anything else then you guys want to say before we wrap it up uh, for the night? If you haven't seen either of those documentaries we were talking about, check them out. Yes, yes, yes. Eye opening. So. Well, let's wrap it up for the night, ladies. All right, another Chicks Edition episode has came and gone. <laughs> How did you guys do tonight? Awesome. I think we uh really getting into it. Yeah, we touched on a lot of topics tonight. A little longer than we thought, but we kind of also went a little left when we wanted to go right with Aaron Hernandez, which is okay. A little rogue. Which is okay, because that was good discussion. You're never going to just cut off good discussion, right? Can't. Absolutely not. Can't stop, won't stop. So anything else you guys really want to say before we say peace out, Girl Scout? Let us know what we should touch on in the next Chicks Edition episode. Which hopefully we can do one a little more soon than what we did in between these. Right. (laughs) So let us know for sure. It's fun. Hope you guys had fun listening. Anything else you guys want to say? Nope. All right. Uh, Make sure you follow us on all our social media pages if you haven't. Our Twitter is at CornFedPodcast1. Our Instagram is CornFedPodcast1. Our Facebook, which you have, if you haven't done this, make sure you do this. Invite all of your friends to like our page. We're trying to get to a thousand before the end of the year. We got some time. Make sure you invite every single one of your friends. You won't regret it. Um, we also got badges on our Facebook page now, so make sure you're like, liking, commenting, and you can appear as a top top fan of Cornfed uh, Sports Entertainment Podcast. But our Facebook is facebook.com/slash/cornfedpodcast1. Our blog website is cornfedpodcast.blogspot.com. And lastly, our YouTube channel is Cornfed Inc. Well, Chicks Edition hopefully will be coming at you soon. Until then, you've officially been Cornfed. Chicks Edition.